Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. For many, glass is nothing more than a thing in your windows, but for an, for an entire industry in Ireland is so much more. Art pieces made from glass are all over our cities, our towns, our homes. So today we want to understand uh, the industry from some of the prominent names within it. Today, I'm delighted to welcome to studio Tom Watts. He's the head of design uh, at the Design and Crafts Council in Ireland. Um, Elke Weston is the owner of Studio Elke Weston, and she's a glass artist. Also joining us is Michelle O'Donnell, the owner of uh, Glasshammer Studios. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank this you. is an interesting subject. I love uh, when I bring creative people into the studio, well, especially when they're going to talk about something that I know absolutely nothing about. So, Tom, I'm going to start with you. Uh, tell us a little bit what you do, and then after you do that, maybe explain the backdrop of how important glass is, both from an art perspective and indeed a business one. Sure. Good morning, Bobby. Um, so delighted to join you today. Um, I'm head of design with the Design and Crafts Council uh, based in Kilkenny. So we are the government agency that would represent uh, glass artists in this country and advocate for them to government. Um, I'm head of design, so I suppose in my role it crosses over, you know, between craft and design. And I would be a, a huge fan of glass work anyway. Um, in the in the southeast, where we certainly have a a great representation between, you know, obviously the history of glass in Waterford, but then in terms of small artisan um, studios like Jurpoint Glass. In South Kilkenny, yeah, yeah. You'd probably know yourself. So, I do, absolutely. Um, they, you know, we, we obviously we advocate for, for glass artists and um, in terms of, I suppose, the, the level of interest that we would be seeing in glass around the country, it's, it, it's huge now and is increasing all the time. Uh, specifically because of the quality of the work that's produced in this country and glass is internationally renowned. And um, I was privileged to be at Collect uh, in London in Somerset House in March, seeing, you know, the best of international craft and glass work. And Ireland is absolutely... That's great. ...walks really tall internationally in terms of its reputation. Okay, thank you for that. Our next guest is Michelle O'Donnell, from Glasshammer Designs. Uh, Michelle, you're very welcome to the programme. I think Tom uh, set a very nice stage there uh, for the work that you guys do. So tell us a little bit about your work with Glass. Um, thank you for inviting me to the show. My work is predominantly architectural glass. Okay. Where I work in a variety of settings, to churches, to healthcare environments, and I make work that affect people, that affect the spaces that people work in. And I'm really dedicated into teaching as well. I do workshops as well right. um, at Glasshammer Studios based in Road and County Offaly. And um, I have a large kiln and primarily what I do is it's a narrative, it's a story. So people come to me with a request, a brief, a budget. And um, and I, I make... Uh, artwork that's for their building. Okay. And so if we were to walk through that by way of example, so yeah. if I'm, say, a hospital, yeah. I have a budget of 50,000 euros and I want to create 
a feature glass window yeah. in the reception of a new hospital. Yeah. Is exactly. that the kind of thing that you'd exactly. be doing? Exactly, yeah. Okay. But it's really niche market. So I like to work with the space, with the architects and with the interior designers so that we get what's best for the space. Um, like glass is a transformative medium. That's why it, tr- it tr- actually transcends you. That's why it's used so much in churches. You know, it has a spiritual presence. Yeah. So it's really important that it's designed in a sense that it is orientated to the light, that it is fitted into sometimes in situations, the double glazing. So there is no issues going forward. Uh, so we would have a team of people that would fit and we have a large purpose-built glass studio in Road and County Offaly where we would make all of our glass in Ireland and we, we fit them and install them. and Fantastic. Them. Um, as somebody who worked in Bewley's Oriental Cafes for many years, I know the yeah. the importance of Harry Clark yeah. and his wonderful work. And every day I used to go to work, I used to stop and look at those windows and it say, makes a difference. wasn't this absolutely it makes fantastic? Difference. It makes you feel different. It yeah. give, brings joy. Yeah, absolutely. Our third guest is... is uh, Elke Weston. Uh, Elke, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you very much. You're the owner of Studio Elke Weston and you're a glass artist. So yes. uh, much like uh, Michelle, I think, uh, but maybe you, you come at it slightly different. I love your glasses, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. You can't see them on the radio. <laughs> They're cool. Um, yeah, I'm coming from the same direction as Michelle. I'm an architectural glass designer um, and artist. I'm working with the material glass in architectural settings in the huge, big field of architectural settings. And for me, working with glass is like painting with light. You mentioned Harry Clark there in different settings. It's always, you you work with um, glass as a canvas, but not as a canvas in the traditional sense. But glass is always transparent. Yeah. So I work with the transparency of the glass and um, introduce different methods, different painting methods, like the traditional stained glass method that you know from churches, stained glass windows. I introduce painting onto the glass uh, and transform it together with contemporary methods that you can use nowadays as well. I, I'm interested so, to know, yeah. um, you know, how you how you work the business. I think Michelle mentioned earlier about, you know, tendering for specific projects yeah, and that. Yes. But would I be right, Elke, in saying that, you know, your relationship with people like architects, like interior designers is important? Uh, word of mouth in terms of doing a piece Absolutely. in an office block, for instance, that someone sees in terms of growing your business. Absolutely. It, it, how important is reputation? Uh, it's, it's everything, everything, as it is in Absolutely. most businesses. Absolutely everything. I yeah. Mean. Um, our work is out there in the open so everybody can see it. That's the best business card that you can have. Yeah. Um, most of my work is integrated into public buildings, but I also have commissions in private uh, uh, homes where people uh, commission me directly, which I very, very much love. Right. Um, the bigger projects often go through the public art program, which is introduced in, in Ireland a couple of years ago. Um but as as you said, most of the work is out there in the open, so you okay. can take a look, like in Bewley's as well. Yeah, yeah. Tom, back to you. If mm. we you talked there earlier about you know our heritage uh, down in the southeast around glass. Uh, when when Waterford Crystal and others 
maybe hit hard times. There was a wonderful, I suppose, collection of craftspeople that maybe struggled for a bit to find uh, a route for the creativity. And d- did we lose a lot of that when when the, when those businesses uh, went bad, so to speak, in the, in terms of reinvention? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's like everything, you know, it did knock, it did knock um, Waterford at first, but I think uh, quality will out and we've seen a reemergence of amazing uh, people who would have learned their their skills in Waterford, then setting up their own businesses. Yeah. The prime example would be Eamon Terry of Crystal Narina. Yeah. Uh, in Ring. Yeah. And he is absolutely incredible in terms of he's taken all his skill from Waterford and then reimagined it to bring in elements like ohm carvings. Um, he's doing a range that is based on that. But he also, like, he, because his work is so different and he's giving kind of artistic expression and design into the glasswork, it's becoming internationally renowned. I mean, he was just commissioned by Dead Rabbit in New York oh, yeah, to that, do all their whiskey glasses. Isn't that amazing? Going from Ring, you know, like, and <clears throat> travelling across the Atlantic to the, the, the best, basically the best gastropub in New York. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I think that's, that's fascinating. But, you know, it, unfortunately, I suppose, world fashion trends often maybe dictate supply and demand. Mm. And, you know, the high-value crystal pieces, mm. I don't know, you know, they seem to maybe go out of vogue as as popular pieces around a dinner table. Well, uh, it's a, it, you see, there's a lot... Maybe of, on a mass basis. Yeah, there's a lot of different elements at play, but basically we're running Irish Design Week next week. And we're, as part of that, we're bringing over two of the stars of Blown Away. Oh, which, which is, is the, the Netflix series. That's the Netflix Hit series. Netflix series. So... That has had a huge effect yeah. on, you know, the, the demand for artisan glass. So they're coming to Jerpoint Studio for the week. Isn't that great? Doing, uh, workshops there. John Sleepy Moore and Minhe England, you will have seen them on the series. They're amazing. And then they're doing a talk on Friday in the Parade Tower about their experience of being on a hit Netflix show. But also the fact that, isn't it incredible that a tech platform... Netflix, only around for about 10 years, has now elevated the ancient art of glassblowing to a whole new global audience. And the same kind of happened with Formula One motor racing. Yeah, that was, exactly. it was basically, uh, it, it, it basically... Well, a lot of, the, a lot of a Ferrari is a craft business. Yeah, of course you know, it is. It relies on craft. Of course it is. Michelle, what about people wanting to get into this as an art form or a business? Like, maybe, I know there's probably stuff at the... National College of Art and Design, or maybe courses that will, but I'm sure our listeners would be interested if somebody has a creative lean and maybe thought, you know what, I'd like to maybe give this a go. I think, um, well, to go to the National College, I think those courses are all very valid. But, you know, I think to do a tester, to try to see, to dabble your toes in it, you can do one of my workshops um, on in Glasshammer, where you get the opportunity to actually make something um, in a creative setting. I have, it's just based in Road in County Offaly. And you can come and do a workshop. And I will talk you through the making of fused glass, very similar to a piece that you could that, that's here today. You brought a piece in with you, and yeah. again, and I'll, I'll so might, the, the, I might try and describe it for our listeners, okay. and I, you'll do a better job. <laughs> but it's a beautiful. It looks like almost like a, a. It's a leaf, like a big ashtray or something. Yeah, that will, it's got a lovely curve in it, but it's 
the colours in it, the greens, the r- yellows, yes. the reds, and as you say, the light. Yes. If you put your hand behind it, you're almost looking at a different piece. Yes. So um, that's a typical example of fused glass. And so it's basically glass that's cut and layered up into two layers. So could I make that? I could. You could make that. It's, 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 um, it's amazing what people can make. And people come to me and they say, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then I'm like, you got to change yeah. your rhetoric. You got to <laughs> change that line because they can. They make the most amazing things. And I do videos and workshops and I, they're small classes, but they're booked out every month. And people really get the opportunity to make something really quite unique and uh, special for themselves. Yeah, Elke, back to you. And uh, uh, there's almost the same question in terms of, do you need to get people to help you with your with your projects oh, and that? Yes, absolutely. So finding people with the skills, with the creativity, how do you go about doing that? Uh, it's always teamwork. I mean, the bigger project is always a teamwork. It's it's. Uh, my design and I do all the physical work, all the paintings and everything, but the rest is always teamwork. And if you're talking about bigger architectural pro, uh, projects, it's always that you need specialized on-site. You need to, to work together with the architect, obviously with the client. If it's a private client, you need to, to know exactly where the work will be hanging uh, afterwards. So all these things, it's always teamwork. Yeah. But the most important thing is it's first of all, it's a teamwork between the client. If it's a private client or a public commercial client, it doesn't really matter. It has to the whole design process has to happen in conjunction, in, in cooperation with the client. OK, it doesn't work. Uh, last word to you, Tom, in terms of this as a business, this as an industry. Mm. Uh, again, you, you alluded to the rich heritage that we have. Mm. It seems to me that this is something that we're good at as a nation. Uh, it's a lovely uh, creative art mm-hmm. and it's something that one would like to see more of and more, maybe more artistic people getting involved in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, what what the thing that we're seeing huge interest in now would be around apprenticeships. So there's a lot of young people who would love to start taking up craft apprenticeships because there's a huge move back. To and craft. are they available? We're working on them at the moment. So, right. Uh, we have the Design and Craft Council, the DCCI Academy, which is um, just starting to develop apprenticeships around craft, which make massive sense because of course it does. you're learning from a master. You know, generally, um, if you've got, if you're doing an apprenticeship with a master glassblower, they'll give you some time in the in the hot shop, you know, after hours. You get to practice, you get to create your own kind of works. But, I mean, in Ireland, the richness of all craft and design that we are producing is just hugely talented and, and highly respected internationally. Design Week next week, if anyone wants to take a look at the DCCI book, website we have a full program of events all around the country over 50 events everything from blown away and john and and minnie coming over but also things like um a lot of uh design craft crossovers the likes of kind factor in in wicklow and people like that but it's a very interesting program well listen i've really enjoyed our conversation uh it's we talked glass as an art form as a business i want to thank my guests uh, Tom Watts, Head of Design at Design Crafts, Council of Ireland. Uh, Elkie Weston, owner of 
Studio Elke Weston and indeed Michelle O'Donnell uh, from Glasshammer down there in Road and County Offaly. Uh, thank, thank you, you for joining us. Sorry. And every wish, every success uh, in your craft and in your business. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.